listener, I'm in a hotel room in my robe. It's late. My voice is tired, so I'm not gonna I'm gonna speed through this announcement here, but go watch my special, go look at my tour dates, yada yada yada. And I'm so excited about this guest. When I started doing comedy, this guest was the fucking man, okay? He had just started blowing up. He was on Guy Code on MTV and and now since then he just sold out Radio City Music Hall. He's one of the biggest touring stand-up comedians really in the world right now. His name's Chris DiStefano. And I don't think you guys know him, but this was big for me because to me, this feels like such an incredibly fun bridge episode. And this is what I've always wanted to do with this podcast. Chris comes on the podcast and we start talking about his upbringing and the use of the word gay as he was growing up and how that related to his relationship and his understanding of his mother. But then we get into this really vulnerable story that he tells about the first two times that he had sex. And it's straight sex. But the story is so honest in such a way that I don't think bros can usually be. And if you've even looked at the thumbnail, you know Chris is a huge bro. But he's so funny. It's so open-minded. It's so vulnerable. It's so honest. I absolutely love this episode. And I'm really proud. I'm just really proud of how this podcast is hopefully going to change conversations around queer people and sex and connect people. And I'm just, I'm really excited about it. And support this podcast, listener. Head over to patreon.com slash WHGS for live streams of my weekly comedy show and four bonus episodes a month. And then lots of other like random content that we make sometimes and we just throw on there. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. I do think I had a bit of gay sex this weekend because I was away from my family for a week and I missed home so much, you know, got, got home, put the kids to bed, whatever. Jasmine, you know, the ch- mother of my children, we were in bed, we had sex. And then after the sex, which just never happens because I was just so happy to be home, I started to get emotional. You cried? I cr- oh. Not full cried, but I was just like, I love you. You can say, it's okay. I, no, I, you know, listen, you know me, I would. I, 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 yeah, she put on a dildo and fuck me in the ass. And, and, and that's why I cried. <laughs> Okay, I have a story for you just to open up. Right. Because you, okay, we were both open micers at a certain organization that kind of like people frown upon. Like, oh, I'm just going to say, oh, yeah. I'm going to take it down because yeah. I'm afraid is going to sue me. Oh, yeah. He's a very, he's a litigious guy. Yeah, yeah. And so you were always like the guy. This is just a personal anecdote and why I'm so excited that you're here. Yeah. Um, And I'm sorry if it, uh, I yeah. am, I am dick sucking uh, yeah. within the first. Which is what I did to to get to the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a big mean, episode. Ash is losing her gold star right here. Yeah, yeah. I am, I'm no longer a gold star lesbian. Um, wow, a GSL. I didn't realize you were. Congrats. Yeah. Have you heard that term before? Uh, No, but I, I, if you said I'm a gold star lesbian, I would think like it's your top notch, like you eat, bo- <laughs> you eat box, like, yes. like a termite. And yes. you've, never, yeah. you've li- never sucked a dick is the thing, right? Yeah, you've never been with a man. People say it's a problematic term because it's like, but I think it's just playful. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Okay. Like, oh, I didn't even know it was. Like people brag about it. Yeah. And then the really annoying people are like, that invalidates your sex. That invalidates people who slept with men and yada, yada, yada. Sleeping with men invalidates you. Like I don't, you know, it's an invalidating experience. <laughs> but yeah. I love that you've never sucked a dick, but your microphone, you hold it like a dick. Yes, right I, to I your try. Face. I, this is my attempt at being mainstream. Which to I try like. And get, yeah, your whoever your listeners are in on the on the podcast. Yeah, yeah my uh, my listeners are. Um, you're gonna get. You know what you'll get for me. You'll get a lot of Puerto Rican people. You get a lot of in the closet gay men. And you get a, <laughs> and you'll get the. Well, that's actually perfect. You'll, you'll get the entire NYPD, FDNY, and DSNY. So you will never. <laughs> your garbage will be picked up on time. You'll never get another ticket, and they will fucking fight your fires. <laughs> yeah. um, well, you were like the guy. At Right, it's for, a big accomplishment for so long. <laughs> and then I don't know if you know this, but then I was sort of like the the guy after you a little bit. Yeah. And and then I was just I kind of watched you for a really long time, and I saw the way your career went and how yeah. you like kind of you know you really took off the past few right. years. It's really never thought once about sucking my dick. Not <laughs> once. once that that's not who you are. But <laughs> but the reason I'm bringing it up is yeah. because I felt so good recently because I got onto a plane and I had been upgraded to first class. Because I'm Delta. Well, you're Gold Star. And I'm Gold Star. <laughs> they have that on the medallion. Yeah, 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 gold yeah, Star yeah. medallion. Yeah, yeah. They're and like, let's just check your I, mouth, open up. She's still Gold Star. I walked. I walked. <laughs> They've got a blue light. Yeah, inside, yeah like, she's still Gold Star. Her mouth. Yeah. Um, but I walked in, and you and Sam Marill are on the same plane as me. Whoa. I knew you would never remember this. Because <laughs> I was like, that's Sam Marill, and that's Chris DiStefano. And like, yeah, you could see Sam Marill's eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> they actually got frisked. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were especially bushy that okay. day. But then I walked in and I, I got a little comedy, like starstruck a little bit because right. I had just done the Netflix festival that you guys, same one that you guys had right, done. Right, right, right. And, and at six in the morning, I just went, yeah. I was on the festival too. And then shook your guys' hands. Right. And you guys looked at me like, this woman is totally <laughs> just absolutely lost her mind. Oh, she broke backstage. Yeah, no. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, no, me and Sam are like, who was that guy? Uh, <laughs> no, um, and then uh, I sat right behind you guys. Well, listen, no, uh, it, here's the thing. In fairness, we it wasn't first class. We were just in the front row of Spirit Airlines. But, <laughs> but um, I actually do remember that now that you're saying, because when you were leading into it, I was like, wait, I don't remember, but I actually do remember it. I oh, do okay. remember you saying that. I was like, oh, cool. I like, shook your guys' hands. Yeah, dance. she's in the fest as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's um. Well, yeah. They, well, listen. I think this episode is a shout. I just want to say right to the camera. Without you, I have nothing. <laughs> Neither I of us. Nothing. Neither of us would be here without. We yeah. We love you very much, and yeah. you run a really good, yeah. profitable legal organization. Yes. <laughs> and you've never done anything wrong to any of your interns or yes. anything like that. I literally three days a week at least get butt naked and sing Whitney Houston's "I Have Nothing" <laughs> into the mirror to a picture of <laughs> in the corner of that mirror. And for <laughs> your for your listeners who are here is a gay man so if you're inside the closet this is great for you to know about Chris there you go um, but we're in the apartment we're having gay sex we're having gay sex with Chris DiStefano we're having so much gay yeah. sex in here it's fun and and yeah. you're our first you're like kind of our broiest guy wow. on the pod we've what? had Jared Freed but I think I tie for him as broiest yes yes so yeah and 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 I think too with uh with me is is I'm one of those guys is I kind of said uh, out loud publicly before, I would like, if, if if I can live this long, I'd like to go the first 50 years of my life straight, the last 50 gay. Why? I'd like to die on my 100th birthday next to a man. I just think- <laughs> I thought something really practical was coming. <laughs> Some sort of thing with like, no, like, you know, you know how gay people for a really long time, we didn't have like the, the, the legal- 
standing behind trusts and wills and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Right. I thought you were going to say it was a money thing. Well, no, I think too, where I grew up, how I grew up is, is why the, you know, the whole NYPD and any, any type of blue collar civil service worker in the New York city area. Um, if you don't have that listenership already, we'll have it after this episode. I grew up <laughs> in like- This is going to be such an interesting comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to come a gay union, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not a marriage union, like a workers union. Yeah, like well, it's beautiful. <laughs> uh, I, what happened was, is, is the neighborhood I grew up in, you know, kind of tough old school, like Brooklyn neighborhood where everybody's like dad was like, you know, like a, a criminal or a cop or like a tough blue collar guy. And as my dad was, but usually everybody's mom was also like that kind of stereotypical, like New York City woman. Like I yeah. just do everything for my husband and I just love my sons like that. But my mom's highly educated, like Ivy League educated woman, got divorced from my dad when I was like six months old. Like they just had like a run in and had me, whatever. Great, my father's a great guy, my mother's great. But I grew up this very different life, but in this neighborhood where like my mom was yeah. all about education. She was all about like being who you want to be and, and, and kind of going to museums and, Knowing gay shit. Gay shit. <laughs> well, well and, and because because to my neighbor, like 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 an astute, educated woman is the same as a gay man to my friends. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. So so that is what a gay man is. They were like, your mom's a gay dude. And, and so and so I did that. So when I would grow up, like I would talk about like you know, some exhibit I went to with my mom or, or, uh, you know, oh, we went, my mom would take me like, uh, to like different state capitals she thought was cool and would learn about history. And like, I remember like, yeah, like God, that's so sad that that's gay. That's gay. No, never, yeah, I had a friend, I had a best friend, uh, well, not best friend, close friend who lived in my block. His name was Antonio, Antonio Parisi. And I knew, cause my mom told me that in my neighborhood where I grew up, like Ridgewood, Ridgewood Queens, it's like, it's Brooklyn now. But all there's multiple street signs in Ridgewood that are brown. They're not this typical New York green. They're brown because. Yeah. It, and my mom told me she's like that means that's a designated by the historical society. That's a historic block. None of the right that can come out of your mom's mouth, but as soon as it comes out of your mouth to your friends, yeah. you're getting called gay. When I told when I told that I'll never forget. I was about 16 years old. I told Antonio Parisi that we were standing under a brown sign, 78th Avenue, <laughs> uh, and I said, "Oh, Antonio, I don't know why I did this." I was like, "Do you know that the brown signs mean that it's it's designated by the historical society, and then the buildings can't change their facade because it's protected by the historical society?" And he was. Like, what do you want me to take the sign off the post and stick it up your ass? <laughs> would that make you happy? And I was like, uh, no. Uh, it, it, it would make me happy if you You're didn't. Like, I read in a book once that's actually called prostate yeah, 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 yeah. Antonio, uh, but I, uh, I'm not in the mood right now. Yeah, I just don't want you to. Uh, I just don't want your father's construction company to deface any of the buildings on this block. Because <laughs> but so I grew up kind of thinking for a lot of my like college years say or, or late teens or early 20s years like am i gay because all my friends were like everything i did was gay even though i was an athlete i loved girls i was like but my friends were always like yeah you fucking love dick too and i was and my father was like that like because again my dad's everyone's he, calling you your father's calling yeah, he, you gay he's not homophobic my father i think the way he grew up though was like saying something gay was almost like a term of endearment like to him <laughs> like 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 he 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 grew up in a time where like for example for example, I remember clear as day one day I was eating a uh, Chobani yogurt with blueberries. Oh, that's gay. Yeah. That's <laughs> gay just, for anybody to do. I yeah. mean, even if a gay man did that, I'd be like, you're a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, <you're> like, <laughs> yeah. And my dad, I remember, I remember him just, him just being like, uh, 
what is fucking what you what do you like blueberries now? I was like, yeah, they're they're good antioxidants. He was like, what? Are, <laughs> he goes, what are they covered in cum? I was like, no, it's yogurt. He was like, Chris, I'm joking. I'm just joking around because yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, why would you be eating blueberries at yogurt? I was like, that's what mom wants me to do. And then I remember once my dad calling my mom when I was there. She was like, you gotta have him stop doing all this gay shit, Lynn. And I was like, and I remember being like, what is what is gay about what I'm doing? And my dad, because again, he just at that point just thinks like, you know, old school guys. From Anything like, that's taking care of yourself. Any, that's what I was going to say. Mm. Any type of taking care of yourself to him at that time. Now he's not like that at all anymore. But back then he was just like, oh, this is gay and that's gay. And I was like, no, no, nothing. You're gay. Dad. Like, that's why mom has questioned your relationship. She's like, you're fucking gay. And, you know, but like, he was, he's actually one of our patrons. Thank you so much. I, Mr. Honestly, he probably is. And, and, uh, and, um, and so, and so I just grew up in this time when it was like, like, I was like, yeah, I'm just like comfortable with like who I am. Like, I'm not, I'm not gay, at least for another 13 years. Um, but, but I, uh, yeah, I, I just grew up with guys, with guys who just weren't comfortable. You know what it is? I grew up with people in neighborhood where nobody, even though we grew up in New York city, nobody left like the block yeah. in my neighborhood. They were all like mm. very well, street kids. I grew up in New York too. And I where? opposite side of the world. I grew up on the Upper East side. Oh yeah. And even, even when I was in school, I didn't feel like I could come out of it. It's isn't, just changed a lot over the past. Isn't 10 that years. wild too? Like, I feel like you, we both grew up in New York, right? I mean, there's so many people never met each other. Till that wall to the uh, the plane ride uh, two months ago, <laughs> and and it's like I sound the way I sound like a talking sewer cap, <laughs> and you sound like so smart, no accent. Oh, but I have a little bit. People comment I have a little bit of one, but not the way you have one. Right, because my mom's from Brooklyn, my dad's from Long Island, and I just I just grew up around you know like everyone I went to school was father was a doctor or a lawyer. You right, know what right, I mean. Right. It wasn't like- Were your parents doctors and lawyers? No, Got no. It. But you so, grew up at Upper East Side, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my dad did very well. My dad started his own business. It was the way I describe my childhood is sort of like if some people from Brooklyn and Long Island won the lottery. Right. And then like what they would have done with their <laughs> kid. Like they weren't good. They were new money. So it was like they weren't right. good at right. money. Right. But I was in the school with the kids and that had the money. Yeah. That so had the you money. could have, if your dad didn't make the decision, you could have grown up just like me and you could have been, you yeah, would have yeah. been called gay for eating blueberry yogurt yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And you'd be like, yeah, hello. I often wonder <laughs> about, I, I don't, I mean, I don't know. But anyway, we're, we're really launched. We're off to it. We're in the I apartment. Love it. This is gay sex. We're having gay sex. We are we're having gay, gay sex. sex with words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually in the lesbian canon. That is actually. Yeah, that's lesbian foreplay is like reading yeah. novels to each other. Well? I'm bisexual, but okay. I'm with the running thing is that I'm a gay virgin because I haven't been with a woman yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Maddie's we're working our gay on it. Virgin. Matt, oh, get, okay, well, got it. Let's I'm do not the intro. gay and a virgin. I'm just a virgin in the gay arena. Thanks for watching. If you're new, I'm Ashley Gavin. I'm gay. She, her pronouns. Yeah. Apologies. Apologies. She, her pronouns. To the cops out there. Yeah. <laughs> we, we say our pronouns on yes. this podcast. Yeah. My pronoun is USA. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's a great idea. And I bleed she, they. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your producer's 100% gay. That's no doubt about it. Home run gay. <laughs> Alex is actually uh, the straight that I Are keep. you straight? Yeah, but look at the way your foot's bending right there. That, <laughs> only a gay man would be up in a ballerina stand. When he's sitting down. He put his foot down. Alex, uh, put your foot back. Put it's your foot okay. Back in, uh, put your gay little foot back, yeah. Alex. Uh, Alex, I demand that you put your dainty little foot. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, I love no, it. Alex is just of a new generation. He's Gen Z, so he's not. Ah. He hasn't been called gay his whole which life. Is which is interesting because that is a thing. The new 
kids growing up. Like, do you think a new kid, and this is a question for you because because only you can answer this from your community. Do you think that the new kids- I do stand in for the whole community. (laughs) Let's get it right. Do you think that like a new kid, like a a, a young kid who's whatever, 16, 17, like do they even have to come out of the closet anymore? It depends where. Just an acceptable thing like why- I have a, oh, sorry. Um, yeah, no. I have a lot of, you know what, who they're out to? They're out to their friends. They're fr- my understanding, just mm. based on who's written in to, to tell me about their experience, they're out to their friends. They're not always out to their families. A lot of them feel really unsafe coming out to their families if, they're li- if they live in middle America. Ah, uh, middle America. Uh, yeah, Cause, yeah, yeah. Because I have, you know, three kids, and if any one of them came home and was gay. And they're, your kids, they're oh, young, right? A thousand percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, the one of them's going to be gay. 12, 7, and 1. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. All beyond gay. Um, <laughs> and, but I wouldn't even like, um, me and her, their mom talked about it too, where it was like, I, it would be weird like if she, my, let's say, oldest daughter, like even came out of the closet. She could if she wanted to. But I just would be like, why would I even, like, if you brought home a boy or a girl, it's like, as long as they're happy and keeping you safe, like, we wouldn't even question it or, like, it wouldn't even be a topic to us. To maybe my yeah. mom and dad it would be. But to us, I guess because we've just grown up in this world where it's like, yeah, like, even when people make an announcement about them being gay, it's like, whatever they want to do. But I'm always like, why? I guess it's middle America and and different yes. families because I'm always like, why? Like, you wouldn't make an announcement and you're straight. Like, who cares? Whatever you want to do. Mm. Like, it's just very accepted. Yeah. I think I think it's like you kind of have to let people know with the coming out process. Like, right. because at some point, you know, you could just, I think there are some families where you could just bring home a yeah. girlfriend or a boyfriend and be like, yeah. this is who I'm dating. But for some people, it's really helpful to have the, this is really definitely like a, <laughs> Like a Q and A. Well, no, I just, I just, well, because you, I know, like when you were five years old, they just gave you a gold star. And well, I was just running around like pretending to be boy, pretending to be a yeah. boy. That was my whole thing. Is like right. I, I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to like envision the person I wanted to be as a woman. I knew I didn't want to be a boy, but I wanted to fuck women. You know what I'm saying? Got it. So, you're like, so, so I must be a boy. So I, yeah, 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 exactly. So I have to pretend to be a boy, even though I know I'm a girl. So that I can fuck well, women. Well, sexuality is like a spectrum, right? Because I've said this before on podcasts where I feel like I have, I have. <laughs> you nailed it. That's it, baby. That's my new merch. I, I, sexuality is, is a, a spectrum. spectrum. Yeah, I'm coining that. I, uh, I, 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 first. I feel like I've always, well, I feel like, and I've said this. I have sex with women, but I fall in love with men. We were talking about this before yeah. you came in because we were like, you're homo romantic, but you're heterosexual. Right. Yeah. Like, like all my gay, fr- you know, Mateo Lane and Tim Dillon, all yeah, my yeah, guys yeah. are like, dude, you're not gay. Like I've asked them for like, what do you think? Because a lot of times the fans would be like, you're gay. And they'd be like, you're not gay. Like Mateo was like, here's, you're not gay. You're like, you're too comfortable making the gay jokes. And it's true. He was like, you're, you're, a gay guy would be like the opposite of yes, you. Yes, a closeted, in the, in the closet a closeted yeah. gay man is going to be very afraid to even say those yeah, things Yeah, he was like, loud. you're like, you're not, there's no way you're gay, dude. I was like, okay. <laughs> you're like, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have your penis in your head. Please. <laughs> I'll suck it. <laughs> Give me the gold star. <laughs> but, uh, but, but yeah, I think, um, I don't know. I kind of, I don't judge people anymore. I used to spend a lot of time and energy when I was younger, before I had kids, like trying to figure out how everybody thinks. But now I'm just like, man, like whatever you want to do, whatever anybody wants to do. I'm just like, I don't have enough time or energy in the day. Like I'm fucking exhausted. I got my kids. Too exhausted to be intolerant. I got my career. (laughs) Exactly. That's more merch. Uh, Too exhausted to be intolerant. I'm like, whatever people want to do. And like, to be honest with you now, like I have some friends who are like still 
a little like, uh, you know, homophobic or like borderline racist. And it's not that I'm going to be like, you're out of my life. I'm just like, dude, I just don't want to deal with your fucking stupidity anymore. So I just barely text them, barely keep in touch. You know, I'm kind of just like evolved because it's and it's it's just like fizzling out a friendship over racism. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you Brunch? know. Brunch? I'm really busy. Yeah, yeah. Brunch? Is it, is it going to be Chinese there? Okay. <laughs> no, we won't hang out there. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I feel, uh, I actually feel like good that, I just feel lucky that like I'm not, uh, like I, I'm just kind of more, I guess, uh, accepting because it's got to be fucking a burden and exhausting yeah, for you to be a racist homophobe. It's like, dude, what, what are you doing? It with does take a lot of energy. There's a, a lot, lot of, of typing in the comments and stuff yeah, like that. Like, and I, 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 you know, I bet it's just really tiring with everything, go, you know, going all and protesting all the drag brunches. And yeah. All the I think if you comment anything, truly, I think if you comment anything negative at all in public or DM to anybody, you have a, either a profound or a slight mental illness. I've, <laughs> Like the fact that you have enough time and energy or that you are so lonely that you have I, to write any, like- I dude, had to block someone. Do you know how much, like if I saw something you didn't like, if I saw something from you I didn't like or think, I just would not care. I would move on. I wouldn't even unfollow it. Be like, who gives a fuck that you're commenting this publicly or a DM? I'm like, I almost feel like, I feel happy I don't have that sickness. I have a lot of other sicknesses, but not that one. I think the occasional, like sometimes you get have someone having a really, really bad day. Right. But if you're doing it constantly, I would check in with a therapist. I also think every time you get like a hateful DM, it's like, this should have been like a text to your dad. You yes. know what I mean? Like this did not need to go to me. Like, yeah. Shut up. Um, I know. What are your plugs? What, what, Cause you're doing butt a plugs? lot of touring. What's oh, that? Butt plugs? We call it butt plugs. Does we we actually do that? call it butt plugs. I'm yeah, a butt plugs. A fist uh, to the future. I yes. want to get those in and then we'll we'll do a round robin and kind of speed through. Hell so yeah. my butt plugs are uh, March 7th. Um, it, the show came out already, Vice TV. Uh, it's called uh, Super Maximum Retro Show. You may have know where the premiere party is because my social media guy accidentally tweeted it. Um, <laughs> so we have that. He's been fired. Um, so, <laughs> no, no, no. He's been promoted. I forgot. <laughs> and then, uh, and then ChristyComedy.com. I'm in Florida, Austin, Texas, and the big one, September 22nd, Radio City Music Hall, New York City. Uh, we might be adding a show, but get the tickets now um, because if we don't add it, then you'll miss then out. You and I'm literally coming out of the closet on stage, and Ash is going to suck her first dick. So you're going to want to be there. We're both coming out of the closet. <laughs> yeah. His is kind of weird. Yeah. Because it is a woman sucking his dick. Yes. In sort of a very masculine way that makes you uncomfortable. Yes. That's what it I is. I can be like, you're gay. You're fucking yeah. gay. Like, yeah. And we're going to have my dad fucking strapped to a chair watching the whole thing. <laughs> My comedy special, my hour-long comedy special is out. It's on my YouTube. Just go over there, watch it. Watching it completely really, really helps. And share with a friend if you like it. Leave a comment. Go watch my special. Get some friends over. Turn it on every phone. Turn it on every computer. Break into your straight neighbor's house. Ruin their algorithm by watching the special. It's nine years of my of my work culminated to this point. If you love this podcast, this honestly, the special is way funnier. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say that. It's just way funnier. It would mean a lot to me if you watched it. It's free. It's on YouTube. But thanks, guys. Thank you for your support. It was made possible by our Patreon, patreon.com slash WHGS. But mostly, my fucking special is on YouTube. Go watch it, you piece of shit.
Listener, one of the best ways to support this podcast is to come see me live, okay? It's a really great way to just support the whole team and everything that we do here. So get on my text list or my email list. It's international, both of them. AshleyGavin.com. Go sign up, and I'll literally text you when I'm in your area. So you don't have to hear all these plugs. You can skip right by them. Don't even worry about your city. Just get on one of those two things, and I will let you know, okay? Because there's a lot of cities coming, and I just remaking this announcement over and over again. We all think it's annoying. You do. I do. Get on the text list, you piece of shit. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you. I'll go first. I the I think I just wanted to get some advice. I did have gay sex this week. Oh, good. Good for you. Thank you. I wanted to get some advice about two text messages that I've gotten. Right. We'll start with the one. I, when I, uh, I'm in a, I have a girlfriend right now. Okay. Um, We're in an open relationship. Okay. I, uh, but there was a time where I was very single for a really long period of time. And I matched with this girl on Hinge. Mm-hmm. and she messaged me. We were messaging back and forth. She was sort of hard to keep up with. I don't know okay. the last time you were single. Uh, but some yeah, people a few are, years ago, yeah. Some people are very bad at texting. Yeah. They, they drop off. Yeah. I don't take it personally. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like one of those people. I was about to say I'm, you're unfortunately, one of those Yeah, like I'll be on Hinge, and I'll start a conversation, and I'll be like, oh, they want to fuck me? That's good enough. And then I kind of yeah. leave, which I'm not proud of, but like, I'm like, you know going into it on Hinge that it's like the conversation's... Sometimes they just fall off and it's not personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But we were messaging like straight up and then she messaged me and I missed it somehow. Okay. And I saw it like a month later because I was like, oh, whatever happened to that girl? And then I saw that I had missed it and I texted back being like, I'm so sorry. She's really cute. I was just trying. I was slutting around. Yeah. I was not it like happens. looking for anything serious. Yeah. But I texted her back. And I apologized. She was like, it's okay. What are you doing next week? Or like, can you check in next week? So then I was like, uh, yes, I'll check in next week. I checked in next week, the following week. Okay. She, she ghosts me. So now she's like, yeah, I think getting revenge. Right. That's my first question. Okay. Is that revenge? Um, if it might be, and if it is, then that to me would be the red flag to be like, I'm not going to talk yes. to this person anymore at all. Totally. Like, if that is, I think it's, it's, I think it's, it's one of two things. Either it is revenge or she has COVID. I don't know. <laughs> and, she's not, and that could, in this day and at age. At that, that point she might've. Yeah. Cause it was 2021. Okay. That vaccines were thin, you know? Right. So th- then about six months, eight months later, yeah. she texts me. She goes, hey, like, wh- what, are you, what are you up to? I was like, did I come up on your For You page? Why, why <laughs> yeah. are you texting yeah. me? And she said, ha ha, my friend invited yeah. me to Got your it. show. By the way, I just want to say, just because if we have some of my fans listening, vaccines were thin, or she could have myocarditis from the vaccine. Right, just right, want right. to just want It's entirely possible she ju- actually turned straight from the yes, vaccine. Yes, just want to cover all the bases politically yes. with the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, she she took some horse tranquilizer. She was feeling a lot better. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, she took ketamine. That's actually the great equalizer, ketamine. So what is, is ivermectin? Not horse antibiotic? I don't know. You're I, Rogan, I th- right? I th- yeah, I think it is horse triangle. Yeah, I was, if you watch the episode, I was sniffing it. Yeah, uh, I. Uh, yeah. So wait. So wait. So the question is what? Well, so what? Well, what are you trying to get? Well, then I was. She was. I just kind of went back and forth, and I was like, you know, I'm not. You're just texting me because of clout or something. You figured out that I got yeah, something some shit, going yeah. on, and I don't yeah. usually feel that way. But like texting after eight months. Yeah. So then, she texted me last night. Whoa. Do you happen to be on the road right now? Now she's cute. 
Okay. She is cute. I could do it. Is this the type of person? How mentally unhinged? Why do you text a person after six months, two times? In a- She's going to text me biannually for the rest of my <laughs> life. Do you see what I'm saying? I Okay. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you're just looking for sex, which you are, yes. she seems like she's crazy. So that's <laughs> going to be a lot of fun. She's actually in the comments right now. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that not changed me, but here's the thing that like I kind of have just, you know, my father was like a compulsive gambler, right? His, his, his whole life. Yes. This is, you literally sat down on my couch and have told me 45 things about your father. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, dude, my dad is a fuck. he's a wild personality. Are you just vulnerable other places? Uh, only, when, only when I have gay sex. <laughs> no, I, I actually fucking love it. Yeah, so. so what my he, father's dead, so I appreciate it. That, yeah, he's oh, super dead. Fuck, dude. That was the other thing that uh, was my father killed him. Uh, <laughs> so, so your I, father's just shoving cigarettes into my father's <laughs> mouth. Smoke them. So, so, so what he said, what actually my dad, you know, it's like compulsive gambler once. And I remember one time we were uh, driving and he goes, uh, he goes, let me tell you, let me give you a piece of advice, Chrissy. I was like, okay. He goes, he would, he still always calls me Chrissy. He goes, listen, you can beat the, you can beat the house 99 times out of a hundred. But the one time the house wins, and he goes, make no mistake, they will always win. It negates the 99 wins for you. So, it, so he, I apply that sometimes when I was single to yeah, women. Yeah, you're right. That one woman who you have sex with this girl, have, you know, uh, whatever, everything's fine, fine, fine. But the one crazy one fucking kills you, steals something, does something <laughs> to ruin your life. And I just want to be clear, this could also be a non-binary person that ruins your yes. life. It could be a non-binary person. One hundo. Yes, this human being, this a citizen of Earth. I, I, will fucking ruin well, you. It's possible. So I now, in my head, you know, I'm in a relationship, but even if I wasn't, what fundamentally changes, I just keep the numbers low. I would keep the uh, strangers that I'm inviting into my life at a low number because at any moment the house can win and you're like, but the less people you have strangers in your life, the the less the chance you have of, of, of some damage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's and a numbers game. It's a numbers <laughs> game, baby. Isn't no, that what life is? No, it really is. Yeah. I totally agree because I, I, I don't know. I was hooking. You just want to, you don't, it's a very vulnerable thing to have your whole life be public. Like this is a 100%. very public Thing, thing that I'm doing do. here, mm. talking about my clip every week. Right. You know? Which is, yeah. yes. Yeah. Which is why I listen. <laughs> <laughs> Our number one fan, Chrissy yeah. Stefano. Chrissy Klitz, that's what I am on Patreon. <laughs> but I think that, I think no, that right. it's this thing though, where like now we live in a society, right? And it's all good. Where like, you know, religion is down. People are less religious, which is fine. But then, you know, there becomes a morality issue where like sex is just a thing that's not as uh, sacred anymore, which I think is fine. We progress as, as humans. But what's going to come with that though is a lot of, of strangers and people who are in your life that would necessarily not be in your life because there's nothing more powerful than sex. It's the most powerful. Oh, it's an absolute drug. It's, it's a drug. So I think that, you know, and again, having a public life, it's like, you know, you, you have to start to ask yourself, like, what is the, co- what is the cost of this going to be? Yeah. And also the time and energy you're going to give this person. Oh, for sure. That all takes from the bank. You only have a certain amount of energy each day. And as we get older, it gets less and less. So it's like, how much energy are you going to give this person? But with all that being said, she sounds crazy. She sounds fun. <laughs> I guarantee you, your pussy's going to be a slip and slide. <laughs> you know what I did that's actually, speaking of so gay, speaking of educated women, 
She's a writer. I, I could not remember any details about her, so I had to go and Google her to figure out. Mm -hmm. Right. So she's a writer. It's J.K. Rowling. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's what takes you down, baby. <laughs> Why did I think not to have sex with J.K. Rowling? Damn. That one's so obvious. Um, but I, I saw she was a writer. Yeah. And so I did some Googling to try and figure out like who she was. One of her writing samples came up. Okay. I read the writing sample. Is it a fanfic of you? Oh, you no. don't like the writing sample. You don't like the writing sample. No, I don't like the writing sample. So immediately, as a lesbian, I'm like, this woman, she's not She's not that smart. She's not that talented. You I can't sound fuck so someone mean. who's not a good writer. I can't. Yeah. I can't fuck someone who says they're a writer and they're not a good writer. Yeah, because you know what? Because you already don't have a connection. You're already going to not like her conversation. You're not yeah. going to like, because as much as we all, even as a guy, as much as we say like, it's, I, I'm a guy, I just want to have sex. I'm not connected. We're all connected. Yes. You have sex, yeah. I want to talk to someone. Yeah. We're all just connected. Yeah. So like, I think that's, that would, even if I, if, if I was single and that was a girl and I didn't like her writing, I'd be like, eh, it would just be a turnoff. Because that's what she, well, I'm very attracted to like, just people who are highly competent, intelligent, super smart. I'd probably, I'd probably be into your mom. It sounds like I don't want to be, <laughs> she I'm not is saying single. I would fuck your mom. She is single. That just does sound like something that might happen on a, on a bro-y podcast, but yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that. This is our sitcom. This is. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, we're friends doing yeah, a podcast yeah, yeah. and then you start dating Les my mom. Bros, and then I fuck your mom. Yeah. And then I just have to deal with it. Uh, <laughs> so I think, I think I'm not going to respond, but I was trying to come up with, I'm petty. So I was trying to come up with a text that would be like, like I, you can't say who is this anymore because you could be like, try me again in eight months. Yeah. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> well, yes, see, try me again in another eight months. Yeah. In another. Well, I guess. You, well, what did you respond? You said, "Are you on the road right now?" I didn't respond. You didn't respond. I kept it together. Well, you could just say, "Yeah, I'm on. I'm, I'm on. I'm on the road." Oh, yeah, send her a link true. to your tour yeah. dates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you piece it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's my gay sex from this week. Not that eventful, but but it's so cool. Chris, did you have gay sex this week? So when you mean gay sex, you mean not sex with a woman? I mean, whatever feels gay to you, which seems like many things. Well, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I will say I did. I do think I had uh, uh, a bit of gay sex this weekend because I was away from my family for a week, um, which is a lot for me. Normally, you know, as comics go away two, three days, but this time I had to go away for like eight, nine days. Yeah. And I missed home so much, you know, got, got home, put the kids to bed, whatever. Uh, you know, my, my girl, Jasmine, you know, the mother of my children, we were in bed and kind of just like, you know, we were like, hold, uh, I was just like holding her. Like I missed her so much. We had sex. And then after the sex, which just never happens. Cause I was just so happy to be home. I started to get emotional. You cried. I cr oh. Not full cried, but I was just like, I love you. You can say it's okay. I, no, I, you know, listen, you know me. I would. I, would. I, I, yeah, she put on a dildo and fuck me. Yes. And, and, and that's why I cried. Um, Cause it, not, I liked it. It was just painful. But, but, um, but, but I, that, so that in a way, I guess could be constituted yes, totally. as, as like, um, uh, the, we're always, it's always, emotion but i felt like so Did i just you missed her so feel much feel the brain spike because when i cry after an, if i cry after an orgasm mm -hmm. it's because of the brain spike i feel like it's this very specific brain spike it's a specific orgasm that literally i can like i i start weeping have i not said this to you what i have this specific orgasm that's so deep and powerful it's like after edging that it, i can feel it in my brain and i and I cry. And it makes oh you cry? It, makes me, it like spikes my brain. I cry. Interesting. And I, only with my girlfriend. And I'll cry after sex with my girlfriend because I, I love her so much. You love her so much. So, I mean, I, that's, 
the only time other than than this time that I mentioned that I cried when I had sex was actually the first time I had sex. So I lost my virginity and cried. Some my emotions tipped and I just started to like, but that was like bawling crying. Did she take it well? She well, we were both like a, 17 and okay. she, she wasn't a virgin. I was. So I I don't remember anything happening in that moment, but we only <laughs> had sex out. one more time. And we were dating for like six months. And then she like very, like I wasn't realizing the signs, but she was like backing away, backing away. Oh, and, then, wow. and then she fully dumped me. Do you think because of the vulnerability? I think that, I think that as a 17 year old growing up in the neighborhood I grew up in, it's like, I'm not going to have sex with a guy that cries. That's yeah. not who, who I'm going to be with. I think like, I think that when you come from certain places, like it's, that's why New York is like such an amazing city to me. Cause you can have like such, Places that like, like even me, I grew, I did not meet my, we live in New York city, like where more Jews live in New York city than Israel. I did not meet my first Jewish person until I was 23 years old. You too? I, no, I'm Jewish. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm Jewish. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, I, I, um, Sorry, I, I should have said I let my, my, my last Jewish person yeah, at 23 yeah. years old. I, so like you can somehow live in like this kind of insulated world. And I think that's how she was. Grew up parents where she, I don't know how she is now. I haven't seen her since I'm 17. She has a restraining order against me. Because I, I cried in her pussy. Do you pussy. think you <laughs> cried from the power? Yes, yes. The power. And maybe it was that orgasm thing in the brain that I wasn't aware of. But I think that I... And it was just like, I felt like so emotional about it. I felt like I did it. I felt so connected to her, all these things. Like I just am more emotional. I've never heard a man say that, but I actually bet you and put it in the comments. I bet you put in the comments. Did you weep after your first time and orgasm? <laughs> Cis yeah. men or anyone with a penis? Did you yeah. cry? I, I think, bet you did. I think that's actually, do you know if other men... No, you know, it's so funny. I well, they won't admit to yeah, it. Yeah, I told one of my friends, my friend Jimmy, I told him about that and I was like, you, I, I remember asking him like, do you ever have anything like that? He goes, uh, no. He goes, you know what though? I remember when I was like 19, 20, I used to cry all the time, but then I realized it was from the steroids. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> when you're so, when you're so jacked, it circles back around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like, it fucked with my hormones because it was, it was called Winstrel and it fucked with my hormones. <laughs> He goes, but they took it off the market for that. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, that's. that's I'm really yeah. sad that that girl didn't. That could have been such a incredible. I mean, I don't want to shit on the girl. Obviously, right. like you, you're entitled to like have that be overwhelming for you. But I would be a little flattered though. I think yeah. If I was like, my pussy made you cry, cry. <laughs> like you wept, like you're seeing fucking a Michelangelo painting, <laughs> yeah. like you wept. Well, here's the thing. In fairness to her, in fairness to her, I don't know that that is necessarily the reason she dumped me. But I, I could have just been like that bad at sex, or she could have been like, you know, she's 17, where she was be like, crazy I don't want to. If you were really guy. bad at sex. And also crying after do, it. Do you know what's crazy? Yeah. The I mean, the very first time I had sex, like number one, you know, I told you I cried. And then I didn't pull out and fully, like fully came in <laughs> no. her. No condom, no birth control. Like Breaking a dumb it. idiot. You're, you're, <laughs> oh, you came inside. I thought you were going to say you got hard again. You, no, 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 no. I fully like didn't pull out, like not even thinking about protection, not even thinking. About, I just I mean, That's why you cried. Yeah, you're my, like, I'm going to be uh, the father. Uh, you're yeah. just going down the drain just right now. right away. And she was like, did you just come inside me? And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You cry over a pussy. Let me wash it out. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was so, I remember that. And so I've just always kind of been like, not, you know, I have three kids. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> just never pull out. <laughs> and keep crying. Keep, keep crying. crying every time. I think that's really nice because I know a lot of women. Well, I've never had sex with a man. I've said that. I don't know how you feel, but like. Do you think you ever will? Or you do like just to. Maybe try on my deathbed. See, that's a good movie. You guys both at 50 switch and yeah. do the other way. You go gay, you go straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a new age rom-com from the 90s. It's where bo- you yeah. both of you taking bodies. dick for the first time yeah. with your brittle 50-year-old bones like rattling. It's like- <laughs> 50's too close. We gotta push that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make it 70. 70. Something no, like yeah, that. I, I guess, uh, Well, I don't know, because there's a part of me that's like uh, all about like life experience now. And that's I'm- exactly how I feel about yeah. it. Yeah. It's all, I, I'm sober too. I don't do any drugs and shrooms and having sex with a guy are sort of like in the same camp for me where at some point in my eighties, am I going to be like, I should well, try Did that. you just get sober? You've always been sober. I've never drank. Cause my father was an alcoholic oh, and, he, okay. and he was sober and I just, and You're my brother, kind of in you. yeah, exactly. One of my brothers, an addict never recovered. Another one got sober. So like, I just never fucked with it. Got it. Yeah. 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 But I was going to say, don't you think women, when they have sex for the first time with men, it's an incredibly vulnerable experience and that, yeah, like super scary, I would think in some ways. Well, you need to trust. I think I would be more willing to have sex with a woman who's a stranger than a man who's a stranger because I'm like, I don't think there is a thing of like, murder you. yeah, I'm like, you're not going to murder me. Gonna be harder. Although I do have good news for you. If you are trying to find a guy who wants to do mushrooms and fuck a lesbian, I don't think Very you're going to have easy. any problems yeah. with that. Just yeah. put it on Craigslist and see <laughs> yeah. what happens. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it's a, uh, it's a, this whole gay sex thing, you know, I've, I've never, uh, I've never thought about it as deeply as I'm thinking about it now. We can have someone. I can have someone for you instantly. No, I'm not ready yet. Okay. Yeah. You just let me know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just see Mateo being like, you're not gay, sweetie. <laughs> um, that was super vulnerable. I have to, like, that was super vulnerable. Thank there you, you for well, sharing that. There it is. Um, <laughs> Maddie. Okay, well, Maddie's we want to get sharing corner. Super vulnerable. Yeah, First my little of all, gender vision board. Yeah, we which I want to say I didn't make this. You put a rabbit on it, which makes it look like I'm a fucking furry, dude. <laughs> that's not what I'm that's my pet rabbit. I'm like maybe non-binary. I'm not dressing up like a fucking rabbit, dude. Well, <laughs> I just wanted I just wanted you to feel it. We just printed this out for And so what is it? What's the jet? Well, I don't like is that what you want to put that in your pussy? What, what is it? <laughs> I don't know what the rabbit is for. Yeah, I don't know what the rabbit's for the either. The rabbit is the that rabbit. they have a pet, pet rabbit. I have so. a pet rabbit. Okay. But then this was gonna be this was gonna be shit that I was like I don't know I'm like I'm 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 feeling a little more masculine. I'm like trying to lean into that a little more. This is not really. We is gotta rework a, it. Who, and who's that? This That's is Tom, Tom Holland Holland's. in drag. I don't know if you've ever seen Whoa. his lip sync. Yes. It's, it does something to me, dude. Interesting. It's great. Tom Holland in drag. Well, isn't Tom Holland gay? No, he's dating no. Zendaya. Oh, Zendaya. Zendaya. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider-Man's gang, not Tom Holland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. But I do have a sex story this week, actually. Oh, not yes. from this week, but I dipped into the fucking archives, and I can't believe I haven't told this on the podcast before. First uh, cum experience. First cum experience? Yeah. Like you came? No, uh, dude's the liquid. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The liquid. You fuck men and you're really like, no, uh, the stuff, the stuff that comes out at the, the end. What's it called? The, 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 the freaking, uh, the gabagool. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it smells like chlorine. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. yeah. Mine does. 
<laughs> is that a, do I have to go to the doctor? Alex, do some Googling. Yeah. <laughs> that was the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. You think I got it. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> You're like, that's the first case. No, just for the that. fans. Just for the fans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, some of them are a little, I'm excited to see. What yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew you were going to crush it. But like, I, cause I, I just, I don't know. I, with growing up in New York and the whole yeah. Buddha thing, I just feel like I kind of know, but like, yeah, I, they were like, I don't know. Whenever we bring men on, it's usually a great episode because yeah. they have a lot of really interesting questions. But like the, uh, the, every time the fans are like, I liked it, but I, I was a little unsure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, go on. Well, I'm sorry. I'm going to keep them. Okay. So <laughs> the man train are rolling. Yeah. Here's yeah. I'm hesitant to tell this story oh. because it's a little Gara fucking had a gross. Boyfriend, the full season that Gara no, was on. Not because it's straight because it's disgusting. Oh, okay. But I, it's, I think it's funny. We love disgusting. Cause I, it, the first time you taste, I guess I'm the only, well, I'm the only person in this room who's tasted cum. Isn't that incredible? Oh. I, if we have a little bit more time, I'll share. Uh, <laughs> like it's not gay if he just slides yeah. it across the table. Well, okay? no, no. Well, what's funny is at a certain point you have to try your own. We all tried it, and the reason why we really? tried it again, going back our own, and the reason why we went to it, and I swear to God, I'm not even trying to be funny. The reason why we did it is literally after health class one day when our health teacher at my high school said that cum had protein. We all tried it after. <laughs> Because <laughs> we were all like, it's going to make us it's, it's not gay if it gives me strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I can lift more, it's not gay. It's not gay. So we all thought it'd be funny to eat that as a protein shake. Oh Just God. tons of men at the gym jerking each other off. Yeah. Trying to come. Missing powdered come yeah. into water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't remember the taste, so re refresh my memory. I don't remember well, it because I blacked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. began vomiting immediately. Yeah. Well, now I think it's fine. I don't, I wouldn't say I like it, but it's, you know what I mean? If it's in a jar, I'm not like great, but, but it's in like- in the moment, why the hell not? Yeah, it's right. a context specific It makes fluid. you feel good as a woman, right? Like As a person, you're like, I got this out of this person. Like it made him feel good. And that's like, good. It's yeah. like you're all in this sex moment. I get yeah. it. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. a nice, you it's a little trophy. You do things in bed because you're in a moment. It's for them. Yeah. Really. It's for, and that's like a, you're showing like, Hey, I li I want totally. you to feel happy with this. Totally. Yeah, yeah. It's attractive that it turns that person on. Yes. Like that's yeah. hot. So you're yeah. but I feel the, the first same time way about like squirting and you know what I mean? Like it's not my favorite flavor on the planet. Well, you know, and I think if I saw it right now, I'd be like, I'd rather not drink that, but yeah. like but in, it's, yeah. in the moment, in the moment. Yeah. yeah. But it, the first time that I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to suck a dick. I'm gonna, my, my boyfriend, we were dating at the time and I was like, I'm gonna like, let's do it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I was like, I'm gonna swallow, but I fucked it up and he, <laughs> he came in my mouth and I was so shocked by the Did it happen fast? feeling of it that I went and it came back out my nose onto oh, him. Oh, damn. <laughs> and <that was> the, <laughs> why, do I, why do I feel like there's a street joke about that and there's like a name <laughs> for it? What do you yeah. call that when you shoot something out of your nose? Shoot something out of your nose. I mean, is there uh, a name? There's, I don't know, like a sex name. No, not a sex name, but like it's called they, it's called pulling a Maddie, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. He pulled a Maddie. I it like shot that. out of your nose. Yeah, it shot out of my nose. Did he start laughing? Under him, I started laughing. Which then it <laughs> is this too. I started, no, it's great. I thought it was so fucking funny, and I think he was a little like. I think that's a scary thing to see as you come, like a sleep paralysis demon almost on top of you. Right. But like, yeah, I don't think that's what you want to see. I don't think he was like horrified. No, he thought it was funny. He thought it was funny. So it shoots out of your nose, you start laughing. Yeah. What, and then you go back in? <laughs> you, like, you laugh and then you wheeze in it. No, I kind of just had to like clean it up. 
Sorry, this wasn't a super like, climactic story, but I was like, it, no, it's it really so stuck funny. with me that I was like, that was my first experience with it. No, I didn't know I that could that's happen. That's great because a lot of times, especially in the queer world, particularly, this is not a story about les lesbian sex, but particularly lesbian sex, you build up sex to be, that's sort of the theme of the episode besides my texting. You sort of build up sex to be this great, powerful thing that's going to happen. And, but the reality is it's, it's like gross and funny. Yeah. And, and, and it's not going to be perfect the first time you do it. And I feel like a lot of people who come out of the closet later, maybe later in life, who've never had sex with a woman, they get really nervous that they're not going to be good at it or like something's going to go wrong. But I think that if someone, I, it wouldn't happen to me because they don't have cum. But if someone shot my cum out of their nose, that would make me adore them. No, I'd be like, like we're, I bonded, love, we're bonded for life. Yeah, yeah. What did he say? Did he just go give you a tissue? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did he do the bare minimum? Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't remember what he said. I think I was so like locked into them, but it does, it is like a more intimate thing now. You're like, oh, we know each other better. Like we're not yeah. gonna, you know what I mean? I guess in that moment though, you have to stay like hot and sexy and just take it out of your nose and put it back in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be like, ah. Could you try to, try to lick it? Uh, ooh, yeah. do you like Yummy. that? <laughs> That's funny though. Yeah. Um, well, thank you, Maddie. Thank you for sharing in your share. Shooting come out of the nose. All right, cool. It's not I rocket think. of come. That's my merch, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I feel like we've got a little extra time. What are we at? Like 40, 42? Uh, we're 45 okay, yeah, exactly on the dot. Good. Let's do it. Oh, there's the girls. Um, we can wrap up. I also wanted to just give you the floor to ask, let you ask any queer any gay, gay, gay questions. Gay questions. Because this is one of my favorite parts about how, the first time we had Jared Freed on. Mm -hmm. Need a bunch of questions about lesbian dating and sex. I right. love Jared Freed so much. See, see, so did Fumi Abe. I have a lot, because I have a lot of, you know, especially being comedy, gay men friends, male friends. So yeah. I've asked a million questions. So I, I know, I don't know that community inside and out, but I know it. No pun intended. Yeah. 13 years. <laughs> I, and you're right. I don't have, my only lesbian friend is Jessica Kearson. Yeah. Um, who um, did who, the pod. She's fantastic. Jessica's great. But I'm trying to think, oh, so when, okay, here we go. So when you have gay sex as a female, does that always include toys or like can gay sex be just going down on each other, yeah, fingering each yeah. other? It doesn't always have to be insertion strap I think strap you're going to be shocked by the number of lesbians that don't own toys. Okay. I don't own any toys. Every girl I've ever hooked up with only of the big number that I will not reveal <laughs> only one or two have been like, I want to start using toys. So when you have sex, you mean, is it always, is sex to you always going down on each other? Fingering or going down on each other is what I would one say. Of, and both of you have to result in coming or does just, does just the one who's playing. Or the playing entire no transaction is invalidated. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Do you both have to come? No, we don't have to come, but usually. Usually right. like, it's like the same way with, I'm sure you've experienced, like it's, it's harder for a woman to come and there's more obstacles, like, uh, their mood and their health, like how you're feeling headaches, stuff like that. But I would say most of the time, both, both of us, you come. have to do it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because, because that's a key Cause I mean, we strive for it as a man, but there's a lot of times where I think women just know, like if I come first, it's like literally almost impossible for me to get the energy yeah. to try to now figure out yeah. this fucking Rubik's cube of a pussy and make right. you come. <laughs> right. I can't do that it. That actually makes sense that you yeah. have to come into it fresh, yes. kind of caffeinated. Like that's I why prefer she comes the first. girl comes first, so then I don't I, like that's over, and now I can just I hold my coming as long as I can <laughs> to how she comes, but then so you you know usually I just fucking don't make it very long and it's over, and then you know I'll come and jazz just doesn't. 
and that sucks. <laughs> well, eating a pussy with post-nut clarity is <laughs> yeah. kind of a wild prospect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because then it starts, because then when you're eating it post-nut, then it kind of becomes just the cum in the jar where it's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not in the mood for this. Right. This is like, what are we, yeah. the whole sex brain is over, yeah. you know? So- um, That I think is a critical, like, but I mean, some lesbians claim they get post-nut clarity or like post-nut feelings or whatever. But I, I really, I've never felt that. Like I, if I start going down on someone, no matter what mood I'm in, I'm horny again. Really? I feel like no I come like a guy. Like if I come, I will pass out. Like I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's like a, is that? No, I'm just smiling because you're not, you're clearly not a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Every week, it's like big, every week you let out a little thing. Like, I wish I had a dick. I'm like, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> you're not, a, towards yeah. It. You're not a woman, dude. She's, she's the female version of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, th yeah. 13 years, dude. I'm going to be your, your straight guy on the pod. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be dressed just like that. Yeah, gonna, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think you guys really do have like a, that is like a fundamental difference that like yeah. it's just the sex is different you got to get it done first got to get it done first listen as ashley just said it it's much harder being a straight white male than anything <laughs> yes. else and i definitely <laughs> included race because that's totally factored in. heard it here first um, <laughs> well i don't want to keep it too long this was yeah such sorry a fun gotta episode. get home but thank yeah. you what thank else do you anything kids. you want to plug Thanks at so the end theater. Put your ballerina feet ballerina feet we're uh, hazing we get we get a bro on the podcast we yeah. haze the shit just, out of but alex it's because i love you you want blueberries no i just yeah i Appreciate, uh, yeah, watch that show on Vice, christycomedy.com for all the ticky wickies. And uh, yeah, my podcast, Christy Chaos, podcast, uh, Hey Babe, very uh, gay friendly. <laughs> gay friendly <laughs> podcast. Gay friendly. Guys, my tour dates, ashleygavin.com. Sign up for the text alert. I'll text you when I'm in your city. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Pay Alex to, to, for his pedicures and the other gay uh, things that he does. Stupid little gay Alex. And, <laughs> yeah. and Maddie, you're working uh, Maddie on Maddie, Twitter, on Instagram. I got some tour dates coming up. I'm headlining in Philadelphia and I'm going to be in LA. So check it out. There it is. All right, cool. Maddie Come knows. Yes. <laughs> Maddie Come knows. Thanks for listening, guys. Patreon.com slash WHGS to support. Come see a live date. Go follow Maddie. Um, I don't know if you can hear it. My voice is very, very tired. So I'm just going to cut it right now and I'm not going to do a whole gay thought, um, especially because the last few were kind of emo. Um, but thank you. Just thank you. I'm, I'm so grateful to have you be a part of my big, crazy life. I don't think, I think probably most of you won't understand. Oh, here's a gay thought. Fuck, fuck. I'm doing a gay thought. I don't know that all of you will understand why it is such a big deal to have Chris on this podcast, not just for me on a personal level, but for the greater community. I hope this episode resonated with you. And if it did, let me know. Um, and if it didn't, I, I don't think I care. <laughs> you know, obviously not all episodes will be like this one. But I do think connection is really important. And I see that as my path. I really want to invite people in and maybe help people become more connected through this community through my comedy. Yeah. Okay, that's my gay thought, I guess. Uh, all right, you guys are the best. Thank you for supporting me. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Have a great week, everybody.
You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.